Video storytelling. Everywhere we look, you see video. No matter if it's Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, it seems as though video has become king. And today we're going to be talking to the number one video expert that I know. I have seen him at work. I have seen him work with coaches of mine. I have seen him produce some of the most valuable content that any entrepreneur, coach, consultant, or business needs in order to tell their story. This is going to be a great episode. You don't want to miss it. Come in, take a seat, have your pad and pen together because we're going to give some value-packed information today. Welcome to another episode of the Maximize Your Brand podcast. going on everyone welcome to another episode of the maximize your brand podcast i am marquis brayton your personal brand strategist speaker and the host of the maximize your brand podcast where we're all about helping subject matter experts in your career in your niche in your field to grow and build their brands online so that it impacts their influence and their income and i'm so excited to be with you today as we talk about this topic of video content and becoming someone of influence through video and my guest today is the premier premier individual expert in this area as as well as someone who helps entrepreneurs to create documentaries around their story and you don't want to miss this if you are an entrepreneur if you are a small business owner if you're a career professional i think that everyone can get something out of today's discussion but before we get started before we get started i always uh, like to greet you and ask you to type your name in the comments let me know where you're tuning in from let us know uh, what city you are tuning in from because i always like to go back to the comments and look to see who's tuning in and who's listening also if you're not a part of the community if you're not a part of the maximize your brand community or what i like to call the brand maximizers all you have to do is text personal brand personal brand to 77222 text personal brand to 77222 one more time personal brand no spaces all one word to 77 222 and that will add you to our text community as well as you'll receive a auto respond to click a link to join the email list and every week i send out a newsletter of podcast episodes a newsletter just to give you tips around personal branding and how to grow and build your influence online so that it impacts 
your income, and also share a little bit of story around who I am and what I'm doing each and every week. This also will give you information when I'm doing an event or scheduling things that you may want to attend and and support. And so definitely become a part of Brand Maximizers so that we can, hey, build a community of individuals who are building their own brands so that they can live the life that they deserve and desire. Well, without prolonging today's podcast, I'm going to bring in our guest, but first, let me introduce him. Let me find his bio real quick. Jude Charles. For over 15 years, Jude Charles has been producing documentaries for entrepreneurs. He has produced stories for Google, Steve Harvey, I'm going to say it again, Steve Harvey, and dozens of visionary CEOs, one of those being one of my coaches that I have coached with over the past few years, Darnielle Jervy Harmon. Jude is the author of Dramatic Demonstration. This book is a roadmap that teaches you how to dig deep to find compelling stories that no one else knows and then leverage those stories to grow your business. Jude's mission is to lead and empower entrepreneurs to have relentless, unwavering courage. Jude Charles, welcome to the Maximize Your Brand podcast. I appreciate you taking time out today to talk to us. Yeah, Marquis, thank you for having me. I, um, I'm definitely looking forward to this conversation and, and being able to bless your audience with just information on how to continue to grow their brand and continue to take things to the next level. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, I shared a brief bio of who you are, but hey, share a little bit more information uh, around your background and the and the different things that you are working on to show up in the world. Yeah, 17 years old is when I got started in this business. I was in a TV production classroom and my teacher, Mrs. Donnelly, um, on May 4th, 2006, she said to me, Jude, you're really talented at this. You should start a business. And I'm the youngest of 10 children. My father worked as a construction worker. My mom worked at a chair factory. And so I didn't take Mrs. Donnelly seriously. But on the following day, May 5th, 2006, Mrs. Donnelly came into the classroom with a yellow envelope. I'm like, what is this? And so she said, look inside. I looked inside and inside of this yellow envelope was my first set of business cards. And to this day, I have the very first one that she ever gave me. I still have it on my desk to this day. And that's how I got started in this business in 2006. Um, 15 years later, I am still blessed with the gift to bring these stories to life. I help entrepreneurs not only craft their story, but bring it to life through documentaries. And um, again, 15 years is the one thing I've, I've been doing every single morning that I get out of bed. Yeah, we met, um, I guess it's been about two years now, I think 2019. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember Danielle talking about hiring this videographer and how, you know, at first she was, you know, going back and forth on whether or not she wanted to pay the price point for which you uh, were charging her to get it done. And uh, ultimately she did do it and just had an opportunity to see you at work and doing the different things that you were doing for her. And I'm like, man, one day I I hope to uh, be able to work with him and do something similar to that. And so we're going to talk about uh, quite a bit of that and the types of work that you do for entrepreneurs. And I had an opportunity. You sent the um, 
what we call the audio book that you had in Spotify. And I had an opportunity to listen to those stories. And so I am ready for this interview. And so the first question that I have for you is, what is branding to you? What is what is branding to you as pertains to uh, video, as pertains to business? Branding is how you make people feel. Mm. Um, when Jeff Bezos has put it before, like when, when you're not in the room, what do people say about you? Yeah. And what they say about you usually is your story. What they tell others about you is usually your story. They'll, they'll tell like with Darnielle, you know, Darnielle started her business. Um, and she talks about like, even when she was born that her mother didn't know that she was, uh, pregnant with Darnielle, right? Mm -hmm. And that Darnielle isn't supposed to be here. Darnielle will tell that story. And so what other people remember is that, is the fire and the passion that Darnielle has on stage, that's what they say behind the scenes. And that mm -hmm. to me is that's what a brand is. And then when you talk about adding video to that brand, now you talk about packaging up your brand in a way that can be shared with others. Mm. And oftentimes what happens is that people aren't clear on how to do that. Um, they will decide to sit in front of a Now, they'll decide to sit in front of a camera and talk, but they don't make you feel anything. Mm. And to me, even as I sit here and have this conversation with you, I'm thinking of how do I make people feel? And that feeling comes in many different forms, but again, video allows you to package that in a way, when you think about it intentionally, video allows you to package it in a way so that after someone has engaged with you through a video, they are now left with a feeling. Mm -hmm. And that's what I mm -hmm. look to do in the work that I do. You know, and I, and I recall you speaking to that around in, in some of the um, episodes of the audio book, and I had a thought, like, why is it so important to connect with people's feelings? Why is it so important for entrepreneurs and their brand or people in general to connect with people and their feelings? I'll never forget a quote by Maya Angelou. She said that people will always forget what you say, but they'll never forget how you made them feel. Why is that so important? Yeah, feelings are our emotions. It's it's the thing that moves us when we are experiencing something. So if you're watching a movie and the movie makes you laugh, that's an emotion. If the movie at the end made you cry, that's another emotion and you're left with that feeling. I think in the same way when we are engaging with other people, the way that you make them feel is the very last impression they're left with. Before a client works with you, the one question they're asking in their mind is why should I do business with you versus any and every other option available to me? But if we simplify that, that person is asking why you? Why you, why Mark Keith? Why should I work with Mark Keith to help me elevate my brand? Why should I work with Jude to help me tell my story? that why you, the way that we normally answer that is we'll try to tell them all the accolades that we have. We'll try to tell them the things that we can do, but that's not what they're asking for. They're asking, who are you? 
Mm-hmm. Because that's the only thing that can make you unique is who we are as individuals. Who you are as an individual is your story. When I start this podcast by telling you that I was 17 years old when I started this business, that tells you a little bit about who I am in the sense that as a 17-year-old, I was naive enough to think all I needed was a business cards and a video camera to start a business. I needed much more than that, but I had the courage to start in that way. So when you ask me, like, why are feelings so important? Feelings are the thing we are left with, not necessarily what you did for me, but how you made me feel, how this conversation makes you feel after you've left. So good. So good. How we made a person feel after encountering you. And I I always would say that, too. You know, what does the person walk away with? (laughs) What does the person walk away with after having encountered you? You know, and I know a part of my experience and people say this all the time. A part of my experience is that I want people to feel inspired and encouraged after they encounter me. People Mm -hmm. tell me all the time that, you know, there's just a presence that I have that they experience that sometimes I don't necessarily feel it. But there's something that they feel after having been in my presence. And I'm like, wow, it's just it's it's a it's almost like a superpower that you may have that comes along with who you are. And so how do people feel when they encounter you, when they encounter your business, when they experience your service, when they experience your product? How do you make people feel? How does your business make people feel? So I think that's really good. So today's topic is all around video storytelling. And we have video shorts now through Instagram and TikTok and Facebook. So many of the social media channels are jumping on the bandwagon. And people are kind of doing those kind of video shorts to tell a story. But this Mm -hmm. is a little different from, from that. This is more documentary style, I know, that you do. And so talk to us a little bit about... What is video storytelling? Yeah, video storytelling is, um, and the way that I do it, it is telling, it's taking that person's story and putting it into a documentary. So what I'm doing is following the entrepreneur and looking at these moments in their life. So let's back up for a second. Story, what story really is, is a very specific moment in time. Mm. That's all it is. We, the story has been a buzzword over the years and people are trying to complicate it with structure and all these different things. But one thing to remember is stories about a very specific moment in time. What I happen to do with a video camera is I document that very specific moment in time. Or sometimes I will document many moments in time and then compile it to create an overarching story, an overarching journey. So video storytelling in the way that I do it is is that way, is documentary form. I am a fly on the wall and I'm just seeing life as it happens. You got an opportunity to not only see Next Level Everything, which was Darnielle's uh, first docuseries, but you've also gotten an exclusive preview of her second docuseries, Move to Millions. And what you're seeing in the very beginning of Move to Millions, or what you have seen is her in a team at a team retreat in New Orleans. It's a very specific moment in time. But then she goes into talking about 2014, the year that she made her first million dollars, and it didn't feel good. 
but I'm bringing you into that very specific moment in time because she had a big event. She brought on 100 clients and had to grow the business really quickly. She had to hire people really quickly and it didn't feel good. That is what video storytelling is, is you're bringing me into a very specific moment in time. It's not just you sitting in front of the camera talking. It's me seeing your life as it's happening. Yes, we have video shorts nowadays or reels, right? But even a reel can be, you know, if you're going to, I don't know, purchase clothes or purchase a car, you could say, hey, come along with me, right? And it's you filming the logo of the car dealership, you filming the inside of the car because you're thinking about maybe getting car A or car B and you're filming and you're bringing me along for the process. That's what video storytelling is to me is allowing someone to get a three-dimensional view into your world. Again, you're not just sitting in front of the camera. You're bringing them into your world, into this very specific moment in time that they can experience. Yeah, yeah, that's so good, so good. And those documentaries, the one that I preview I saw uh, of Darnell's was exceptionally done, done well. So video storytelling. Now, in your audiobook you talked about which is uh entitled dramatic demonstration yeah in and of itself the title dramatic <laughs> demonstration um, the dramatic part speaks to the whole idea that we we wanting to take you on a journey mm -hmm. right to mm -hmm. give you not just the 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 great parts of the story but we want to give you uh, the low parts Mm -hmm. And take you to the high, high moments. I learned that from Lisa Nichols when I first started my business. I went to a speak and write conference and she talks about the journey of taking them to the valley, but not leaving people in the valley and then taking them to the mountaintop. And so you do that in, in your documentaries. Why did you call it dramatic demonstrations? Yeah, dramatic demonstration. I called it that because um, it's not enough to just tell your story. It's important to show your story. Mm -hmm. But even then, I have these five demonstrations that I think about. Behind the scenes, live illustration, social proof, unique mechanism, and transformation. Mm -hmm. but, it, but just like you said, it's not just the great moments. It's the low moments. And there's this emotional pull that I want you to feel as you're going through these demonstrations. And so that's why I call it dramatic demonstration, because it's not just show me, but the emotional part of what you're showing me. It's important for you to get vulnerable in the way that you tell your story so that people will really feel your story. At the beginning of this podcast, we talked about um, why should we make people feel? Feeling is the impression that we leave someone with. Um, that is what I call dramatic demonstration. When I recently spoke on stage in Nashville, Tennessee, and I did this illustration um, with Jenga pieces. And oh man, you were in Nashville and you didn't reach out? No, <laughs> I was only there for a couple of days, <laughs> couple of days. But I, um, I spoke at this conference, marketing conference, and my talk was about changing the story that's in your head. Mm. Because oftentimes we wanna be able to tell our story, but you have to change the story that's in your head first before you can even share your story. And Part of the illustration was talking about subtracting the noise. And so we all have played with a Jenga piece and or pieces. There's 54 pieces. And in the Jenga pieces, the whole idea is that you remove pieces to put it back on top and you make sure the Jenga doesn't fall down. Right. Well, I did an illustration where I removed the piece 
And on the piece was probably written, listen to less podcasts. That's subtracting the noise. Um, or spending too much time on Facebook. Okay, you need to remove that. There were three pieces in there you needed to add. There was confidence, courage, and core values. When I removed the pieces, I didn't put them back on top. Instead, I asked the person, I asked people in the audience, who needs to spend less time on Facebook? And then depending on who raised their hand, I actually threw them the piece. Hmm. Um, if someone needs to listen to less podcasts, again, someone raised their hand, I threw them the piece. There were, there's 54 pieces, I threw out about 10 pieces. A Couple of days after the event, I went in the Facebook group and I asked, hey, does anybody still have their pieces? I'd love to see a picture of it. Well, when I saw the pictures and the pictures were loaded, there were people that had the pieces at their desk, right? So I did a demonstration with the Jenga pieces. That was one thing, but I made it dramatic by interacting with the audience and actually throwing the pieces to the audience. But we talked about in the beginning, how you leave someone, how you make them feel. Now they're going home with this Jenga piece. It's not just a Jenga piece anymore. There's a moment in time attached to it. There's more value to it. When you're creating a dramatic demonstration, whether it is just video storytelling or you're presenting in front of someone, that dramatic demonstration now holds more weight and it holds more feeling that will make someone want to work with you. I ask the question, why should I do business with you versus any other, any or any, any or other person available to me it's because of the feeling that you left me with mm. that makes it why I would want to work with you. That is the dramatic demonstration. Which is so interesting because we're always asking ourselves, you know, what is our unique difference? Mm -hmm. What's our unique difference, you know, in working with me as a personal brand strategist or having me as a speaker? Versus the other person who's a personal brand strategist and a speaker. Mm -hmm. And just in what you just said, I don't know that many of us even think about the fact that we could communicate and say, your audience will feel this through my speech or by working with me, you'll walk away feeling whatever the fill in the blank is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it is, again, the feeling is your story though. I talked about subtracting the noise and changing the story that's in your head because I told the story of burnout. I burnt out in 2020 and still going through burnout right now. But the reason that I made, I brought meaning to these Jenga pieces because I told that story and I said, what I had to do in my own life is subtract the noise. I had to stop listening to so many podcasts. I had to spend less time on social media. I had to do all these things and it's like, Hey, if you're if you happen to be going through this too, here's what you can do. Mm -hmm. But that is the feeling, right? That is right. the one thing that makes Markeith different from Jude. And the organizer could have both people at the conference. Right. But the way Markeith is going to have someone feeling and the way I'm going to, it's going to be two different experiences, but they're both powerful in their own right. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is again, it you want someone to feel something, but the way that you take them through that journey is through your story is understanding Jude started at 17 and you know, he was a young entrepreneur, youngest of 10 or in 2020 at the height of his career, he burnt out and had to think differently about how he runs his business. 
it's all a part of the story. Me sharing information, and I could be screaming at the top of my lungs, the information is not going to move you. What's going to move you is the story. The Jenga pieces was a fun little thing to throw out in the audience, but what moves you about that is the story that's attached to it. And again, that's that's what to me dramatic demonstration is. It's how do you attach a story to the presentation that you're making? How do you attach a story to the video that you're creating? How do you attach a story to the podcast that we're creating? How do you maximize your brand? And there's an overarching story around that. That to me is what dramatic demonstration is all about. It's again, you bring more meaning and more weight to the thing that you happen to be doing. Yeah, so good, so good. One of the quotes I wrote down while listening to the audiobook, you said that it's important to show and not just tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What and are we that, showing? You're showing, so that can be one of the five demonstrations. Again, they're behind the scenes, live illustration, social proof, uh, transformation, and unique mechanism. I'll go through each five really quick. The Jenga pieces was a live illustration. I took an object, or you can use people to make an illustration so that someone will better understand your idea or your concept. My idea was to subtract the noise. Okay, let me bring that to life so that you understand it. Let me show the story versus telling the story. I could easily just tell you, yeah, I went through burnout and I had to subtract the noise and I'm just telling you the story. But bringing the visual element to it is a demonstration and that's the live illustration. Behind the scenes is simply that. It's just what is going on behind the scenes when no one is looking. Um, I'll often tell the story of like if I'm if you and I, Mark Keith, are in Starbucks and there's no one else in there but me, you, and the cashier, but we happen to find a wallet on the ground. Whatever I do next behind the scenes when no one is looking, it will tell you much more about me than me just saying I'm a person of integrity. Because if I decide to pick up that wallet and I put it in my pocket, you've seen something else behind the scenes when no one is looking. Well, the same thing you want to do when you're documenting your story is behind, bring them behind the scenes. Social proof, we've heard the term before when we think about testimonials, but social proof, I think a little bit differently. I think about the visual, physical cues. When someone puts their hand on their heart when they're talking to someone, that means you are touching me emotionally and deeply. Like there's something deep about what you're saying that it's moving me emotionally. Or if I'm laughing really loud, that means you're saying something to me that's really funny, right? Those are the visual cues that I'm looking for, visual, physical cues. Unique mechanism is the unique characteristic about the person. Um, you know, someone like Darnielle Jervie Harmon, where she, speak, she speaks and teaches on spiritual principles, and she prays before she does her talks or before she does her events. Those are unique mechanisms. Those are unique characteristics about Darnielle. Transformation is probably my favorite, though. Transformation, we, we are familiar with in the fitness world, the, the before and after. But I think about transformation in the, in the form of life after. How has life changed? The best illustration of that is a fitness coach who received a picture from her client. And the picture is of um, an empty plane. And in the text message, the client says to the fitness coach, I'm getting ready to board a plane, and this is the first time in my life, I'm in my 40s, the very first time in my life, I haven't had to ask for a seatbelt extension. That is how life after has changed. It's not just the fact that she, had, she lost weight. It is the fact that she no longer felt embarrassed getting on an airplane and having to ask for a seatbelt extension. That's Those are the five demonstrations, and that is how we show the story versus telling the story. She could have easily texted 
her uh, fitness coach to say, you know, I'm on a plane. I didn't have to ask for a seatbelt extension. Instead, she sent her an empty, she sent her a screen, a shot of an empty plane. And now that brought it to life in a different way. That brought the three-dimensional view of her world in a different way. That is what it means to show your story, not just tell your story. You want to tell your story. That's important too. But you want to show the story. We each have a phone that has a camera in our pockets. And whether you're taking a picture or recording a video, you have access to do that today. It's not just about hiring Jude Charles. It's how do you bring your story to life, even as you're engaging on social media, even as, let's say you're going for a new job, right? Let's say you work a nine to five job, a traditional job, and you're applying for a new position at a brand new place and they know nothing about you. One way to really stand out is to create nothing long. You don't have to do a 10 minute thing, but if even if you did a three minute video to say, hey, this is who I am. This is where I'm coming from. This is what I'm about. You bring them into your world. Now you stand out amongst a sea of maybe a hundred different applicants you stand out because you took the extra time to create a video yeah. about who you are. That's good. That's good. That I, to me I, is dramatic demonstration and yeah. showing your story. Go ahead. I love, I mean, I love video. I think that one of the reasons why I love video is that the ability to be able to create one piece of content that can be distributed in multiple different ways. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I love, love video. One of the things that I pulled from listening to the audiobook as well is your road mapping process that you take your clients through. I kind of wanted to kind of talk through that. Um, I know in one of the episodes you used the podcast host and <laughs> and kind of walked him through the example. I don't know that if you would do that with me today, but uh, if you could go through the those three areas of the roadmap. Yeah, so there's three phases to the roadmap. It's called, uh, phase one is dramatic clarity. So we get really clear on your brand, who you are, what do you stand for, what do you stand against? Um, What are your core values? What are your philosophies and beliefs? We work through all of that in part phase one, um, which is dramatic clarity. Dramatic demonstration are the five demonstrations. After you've told me what your core values are or what your philosophies and beliefs are, I'm looking for the moment in time that it's really happened. Mm-hmm. So that when I'm going to document your story, or if you're looking to recreate certain parts of your story, you know how to document it. Those are the five demonstrations we just talked about. And then dramatic leverage is what you also just mentioned, which is video has the ability where you can repurpose it over and over and over yeah. and over and over again. We work through, in road mapping, we work through how, before we ever press record, before we ever decide to sit you down for an interview, how are you going to actually share this? Because I realized years ago, clients would get the content I've created for them, but then they'd only upload it once to YouTube or upload it once to Facebook. And it's like, hey, I just put out this video. Look at it. And it's like, no, how do you use it three months from now? Mm-hmm. How do you use it six months from now? How do you use it in different parts of your marketing process? When someone first signs up for your email list and there's an indoctrination sequence, how do you use it there? When someone has just purchased your product, how do you use it there so that they get a deeper understanding of who you are? Don't just think that someone has viewed your video just because you posted it on social media. You may not have gone out to everybody. How do you continue to use that video over and over? That's dramatic leverage. Um, 
And then road mapping itself, I spend a whole day going through those three phases. It's a six to eight hour session. We go through that, the, all three phases, so that by the end of it, you are extremely clear. In the same way that you can't build a, a house without a blueprint, you can't go and create your story, craft your story in video form without this roadmap. Because the roadmap takes you from the beginning. What stories do I share? All the way to the end, where do I share these stories on what platform? So that you're able to maximize your brand. You're able to make money, a return on investment, from your story yeah and i'm glad you brought that up you're able to because it, it is a very high investment <laughs> <laughs> yes that people make to work with you i know that you mm -hmm. i don't know if you still do but you only work with five clients a year yep. Yep. around these types of documentaries can you kind of give us an some examples of results that individuals have received in getting this type of content created with you? Yeah, so the very first time I had ever seen results, uh, it was an ironic time in my life because I had woken up at seven o'clock in the morning to the sounds of chains hitting the floor. And it was always a nightmare for me to hear these chains hitting the floor. When I ran outside or ran to the front window to see what was going on outside, it was a tow truck driver coming to repossess my car for the second time in eight months. I walked back into my room. There was nothing I could do about it. I sat on the edge of my bed. But in 30 minutes sitting there, I received a phone call from a client. Her name was Keisha Dior. And I had been working with Keisha Dior for about a year at that point. She had built her business from the ground up a cosmetic business. And I had documented the entire journey. She launched her business with this documentary. And she was calling me to tell me in that moment that she had just learned she crossed over the seven figure mark. She had just made million dollars in her business the first year of the business. While at this point in 2011, I had been in business for five years struggling to make $20,000 a year. But what it opened my eyes to is the fact that a documentary or a video can be so powerful that it can help an entrepreneur make $1 million. Well, I was like, okay, first time it happened, maybe it's a fluke. And then I went back and learned sales and marketing to learn how to even position myself better so that I can charge what I'm charging today or make my way to what I'm charging today because that's not the very first number I went to. Um, and I recreated this concept of making money from your video with an interior designer. And I don't have the exact numbers for the interior designer, but one thing I know is that he was able to connect with his ideal client in a repeatable way. Okay. Wow. It happened twice. Great. Let's keep, let's keep going on and see if we can repeat this. Today, results have been like uh, Darnielle, right? Darnielle, in, before we ever pressed record, Darnielle was able to make $100,000 from our road mapping session. It was a strategy that I had given her about going back to actually do case studies, video case studies with her clients. And by doing that, she created an email series and was able to make $100,000 all through the power of storytelling. Mm. There was another client before we started working together, we went through a road mapping session. He needed to do a pitch for people to join his mastermind. He was two weeks away from it. We also worked on a docu-series together, but before this happened, two weeks away from it, he made the pitch and was able to bring in $2.5 million from being able to craft the right pitch with the right story. I use those two examples because that was before we ever did the docu-series. Then after we did the, the docu-series, 
um, Darnielle's uh, mastermind. Because we put together her docu-series, people joined her mastermind simply from watching the docu-series. Now, the mastermind is not a cheap mastermind. Wow. So it's, I'll put it like this. If, if even at the lowest level, she was able to charge $30,000 for her mastermind, it only took 25 people to be in the group for her to make $1 million back. Right. There are, I forget the exact number, there are at least 50 people in the group now. Not all of them because of the docuseries, but a few of them because of it. So it's yeah. easy to do that math. Uh, uh, Stefan Georgi, who was the guy that did the $2.5 million from stage, people watched his docuseries and then went to buy his $1,000 course because they now understood who he was and understood him better, so they bought his $1,000 course. That is the power of creating these video stories is that when people realize, the funniest thing, when people realize you're actually real, and you're authentic, and that you truly care about the investment that this person is going to make into your company. It's a deeper connection. It's depth versus width. And now they do want to join you on the journey. They want you to lead them on that journey to making money. Mm -hmm. So that is the when I think when I do these roadmaps and why it's so important for me to actually do the road mapping first and why I charge for the road mapping first. The road mapping as of today, it will go up at some point, but as of today, it's $17,000. The reason I charge for that investment is because it's not just what I've seen, it's what I've proven. Right. I have my own dramatic demonstration of proof that this continues to make money. Mm -hmm. um, I have been on over, at this point, maybe 80 different podcasts. Okay. I launched the audiobook. The audiobook is completely free for people to listen to exclusively on Spotify. But the book itself, when it launched, it was at $100 right now, it sits at $150. But when the book launched, it was at $100. And well, people wait a minute, let's, let's stop. Let's stop for a second. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I want people to, to get, grab this, mm -hmm. the value of this, that yes. most interviews that I do with people who have written a book the book is $15, $20, $25. He just said that his book was $150. Yes. Because I, you know, I was like, I need to get the book. And now he just said it's $150. Yes. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever paid more than $40 for a book, but mm -hmm. I just want people to grasp that this has to have some value in it because that's going to be my next question anyway is, you know, where do I start if I can't afford to hire a Jude? So you start with the book. And the reason that the book is high priced is because I understand the value that I've created for other entrepreneurs. I understand the roadmap that I've taken them through. And this book helps you take yourself through a roadmap to creating the same type of dramatic demonstrations that I've created for my clients. You can create it for yourself. But the most important part, and the reason I started mentioning the price of the book and the fact that I also now, I not only teach these things, but I demonstrate these things in my business, is that as of today, I have sold 52 copies of the book. Mm. Not a big number, right? But here's the biggest difference. The book is priced at $100. Just, just keep it simple math, it's priced at $100. That's $5,200. If I had priced it at $20 and sold 52 copies, that would have only been about $1,000. That is a five time difference. Yes. But it sells. 
and it sells because of the power of story. This is not just theory that I'm teaching. I'm teaching things that have happened for other clients at a much bigger scale. So that's why you're hearing the 2.5 million or you're hearing the $100,000. It's much bigger scale, but the same thing can happen for you. I know this book will sell thousands of copies. It may not be doing it at the speed as most people, but it will sell thousands. Let's just, again, low end 1,000 copies. 1,000 copies times $100, that's simple math. It's $100,000 off of a book yeah. that supposedly you're not supposed to make money off of, right? Again, I just it's the power of story that makes these things possible. It's the power of, it's not just me putting a video together, but it's the experience that I create, not only in the book, but in the audio book. You've mm -hmm. talked about listening to the audio book and you're, you're pulling quotes from the audio book. It's a different experience. It's not just me reading the book. It is also segments of podcasts that I've been on. Yes. Right. And again, this is all the same principles that I'm teaching in the book that I live out as well. And I continue to make money. I am able to charge $17,000 without the book. I'm able to charge $17,000 for these sessions. I'm giving the, these sessions to you for $100. It is simple math. It is easy to understand that if you can invest in yourself at $100 and make much more money, there's no reason not to do it. So people are paying 17000 for the sessions. And, yes. and I want to give people the uh, principle around knowing your value. Mm -hmm. But your clients, you know, it may be something different than what I knew, but your clients today are paying what to do the docu-series. Yeah, so it's a six-figure investment to start out. So every project is different. Mm -hmm. We go through the road mapping to even figure out what the project will cost. Mm -hmm. So some projects have costed $100,000 all the way up to $300,000. Mm -hmm. But it's a matter of what are we doing within, sometimes we'll film for six months, sometimes we'll film for a year. What are we doing in that time span to document your story? What are we covering in that time to document a story? I happen to travel with my clients wherever they're going. Um, so like Darnielle, I mentioned, uh, she was in New Orleans at a team retreat. We filmed that. She was in, she's in Delaware doing her, her uh, mastermind, filming that. In Atlanta, speaking, we're filming that. I'm going all over the country, wherever she is, for Darnielle's for a year, wherever she is, and I'm documenting that entire journey. Mm -hmm. um, so it depends. But again, it goes back to, you talk about knowing your worth. When Keisha Dior made $1 million from a docu-series that we created together. Um, the very part one of the docu-series, I had only gotten paid $3,000. Mm. Wow. So this isn't, this isn't overnight that yes. I went from 3000 to 100000 Yes. Or even I went from not writing, ever writing a book to selling a $100 book. Mm -hmm. But when you know your worth and you know the value that you create, the value that you bring, you're disrespecting yourself by not charging what you're worth. So good. So good. And so that is, again, I, okay, Keisha made three, she made $1 million. I only charged 3000 Okay, that was a mistake. I learned that. How do I understand marketing and, and, and branding and sales to keep increasing the price? I went from charging 3000 with Keisha the very next project I did, when I went back and learned sales and marketing, the very next project I charged 15000 mm -hmm. 
he got results from his docus from his it wasn't a doc, I didn't call it a docu series then I called it a brand film and he got results from his brand film and I remember interviewing him after the the fact and this is probably incredibly important what you can do today I interviewed him after the fact I got a testimony from him and he said for what you brought to my company I would have paid you forty thousand dollars I took that in the next client I charged forty thousand dollars but why it's important and what you can take today is that I didn't just interview him at the very end of the project. I interviewed him at different milestones of the project. Mm -hmm. So after road mapping, I did an interview. After we finished filming, I did another interview. After he saw the very first preview, I did another interview. What I'm doing there is showing you the journey that, because I'm not just asking, tell me about the great experience. I'm saying, what were your apprehensions when this was happening? Right. What were you scared of, right? For the next client that I go to work with, I'm bringing them value that here's what you can expect. Here's how it went for someone else. Here's all the questions I know you may be asking me. I've already packaged it into a case study for you. Again, it's creating a dramatic demonstration. This is the powerful ways that we could use video to tell stories. It's not just your own story. Sometimes it can be your client's story as they're going through the process of working with you. Mm -hmm. All of these things bring value, though. And in my opinion, each time that you go to a conference or a workshop, you should increase the rate. Each time you're working with a new coach, you should increase the rate. Every time, at least this is how I did in my business because I work with only five clients a year. Every time that I had a successful project, emphasis on successful project, meaning we've made it all the way to the end, client is happy, they've given me testimonials, I increased the rate. Yeah. Road mapping was the same way. I, I, today it's at 17,000. The reason I'm saying it's gonna go up to, uh, it will eventually go up to 25,000 is because once I keep hitting milestones and how many books I sell, I'm gonna continue to increase the rate. The very first time I charged for road mapping, it was $500. That was in 2014, I think, 2014, 2015. Today it's 2022, it's at 17,000 because I understand the value that I bring in roadmap and when clients are having success before we ever start to record there's value in roadmapping by itself so yes when you talk about knowing your worth that's the way that i like to think about it it didn't come overnight i'm not these high numbers that you hear and see didn't happen overnight so don't be mistaken by that but i stand by what i charge yeah because so so i believe in the value that i bring we have people in the comments. Denise says, uh, this is so powerful. So many gems. I will definitely be buying the book. Ivan said, what's the name of the book? The name of the book, uh, I'll let you tell you again. Yes, the name of the book is Dramatic Demonstration, How to Attract Premium Clients and Scale Your Business with Visual Storytelling. You can get the book. It's not available on Amazon. It is actually available through my website, jewcharles.co forward slash book. So Jude Charles, my first and last name, .co forward slash book. I'm sure Markeith will put this in the show notes as well. Um, but that is the way that you can uh, purchase the book in order to learn the same principles that I'm teaching, dramatic demonstration, dramatic clarity, dramatic leverage. The same principles are taught in the book. And one last thing I'll say about the book is that I, it's a book that takes you on that journey of road mapping for yourself, but it's behind the scenes of three of my clients as well. So you understand how they have used it. Is not just looking at it from my point of view in my business. Well, we're almost at about an hour. I have maybe one more question, and that is, 
I'm just getting started. <laughs> I just heard you talk about video storytelling, dramatic demonstrations, and heard him talk about his price points and different things like that and working with him. You know, as a new entrepreneur or somebody like me, mm-hmm. how do I get this done now? How how do I start really doing my own video storytelling and connecting with people's feelings, maybe through my podcast or doing YouTube videos or, you know, sharing different webinars? How do I really begin to practice this now so that I can get to the point to afford you, Charles? (laughs) (laughs) I'm pulling out in my desk. um, I have this book that I will eventually brand. It's called a story bank. Mm. So in case you're just logging onto this or you didn't pay attention to anything I said before this, the secret sauce is storytelling. So how do you do this today? How do you start today to begin to make money? You take this story bank and it's an empty notebook, but you take this story bank. Every day there are stories happening to us. There are moments in life that are happening to us. You write it down in this book. Now, you don't know when you're going to use it. You don't know when's the next time you're going to do a presentation, a webinar, a podcast. You may not know if you're going to use it on that. But what you end up having in this story bank is stories that you've deposited the stories in here. Now you can withdraw the stories when it comes time to withdraw the stories. And what ends up happening over time is that you tell these stories over and over that when it comes time to record a video, it comes time to being on stage and doing a type of illustration, the story is not the first thing you have to think about. You already know the story. Now you just have to think about how you present it. Um, That's how I would get started. The other, the second thing I would advise, so story bank is number one, but the second one is if you're getting clients already, you still may be new, maybe a year in business, two years in business, in the very beginning, understanding your client's stories. What's bringing them to you? What is their pain problem that they're having? This specific moment in time that's led them to you, documenting their story on your cell phone video camera. Nothing expensive, nothing crazy. Just pull out your cell phone and start documenting that. That will help you to gain more clients and again, make more money, but bring more value. Because now you're creating a case study from the clients that you're working with. Even if, I don't care if the client's paying you hundred dollars or if you're doing it for free you provided value you provided a service you gave them a product now ask them for a testimonial or what about the experience even something that you can improve but it creates more value that gets you to the next step so those are two things story bank is number one that's the easiest thing just write down your stories that's happening to you or have happened to you number two is pull out your cell phone and start recording your clients so that you're able to package those stories in order to continue to gain more clients so good so good we'll have to have you come back and talk more around video storytelling and documentary uh, type of content you know so many different things we can can learn definitely go get the book yeah Jude, I appreciate you know one you. thing we could do markeith is a road mapping session let's do a live road mapping session the next time we jump on for the Maximize Your Brand podcast. Let's do a live road mapping session. Um, And yeah, let's allow your audience to understand what it feels like 
because the next time that we come on, maybe they have worked through their stories. Maybe they right. have started documenting and they want to get a better example. Okay. How do I, how do I package this better? We'll yeah. do it live yeah. with Mark Keith. He yeah. Will, I would, uh, hey, I, I would love to take a live road mapping session and people can get all in my business. <laughs> While at the Let's same time, I think that would be a great idea. And then we'll also be able to take live calls next time, maybe live questions, live oh, Q&A. People can call in and yeah, ask their fun. questions from, from that experience. So we definitely will get that scheduled. Yeah. Um, so we're coming close to time here. So, Ju, go ahead and tell us once again how we can connect with you, where to get the book, and any closing remarks. Yeah, so uh, the book is at judecharles.co forward slash book. Um, that's the place where you can purchase the book. It'll walk you through how to purchase the book. And, yeah, we'll stay connected from there. Um, I also have a newsletter that talks about the business side of storytelling. So how do you leverage your story? That's all connected with the book, um, but judecharles.co forward slash book, and that's where you'll find all the information. Awesome, awesome, awesome. What a great episode. Like, well, there's going to be a part two. Jude just yes. committed to a part two, so <laughs> we appreciate him taking the time to do that. So once again, this has been another great episode of the Maximize Your Brand podcast. If you are not a part of my community all you have to do is do the text, do the text to feature text personal brand, all one word, no spaces to 77222 so that you get notifications when we're going live with podcast interviews, as well as when we are doing other workshops, webinars, all about building your personal brand so that you can grow your brand and your influence online so that it impacts your income. Once again, text personal brand, all one word to 77222. If you have not already subscribed in iTunes or on your favorite podcast platform, go look up Maximize Your Brand with Marquise Braden available on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music. We have over 200 episodes that you can listen to right now. We just started brand new season last week and so just looking forward to continue to bring you valuable content through the podcast. So until next time, next week, every week, every Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, we will be doing the podcast, whether it be interview or me going solo. And then every Monday, we have what's called Maximize Your Brand Monday, where I'm just providing tips and things to help you grow your personal brand online so that you create the life that you deserve and desire. So until next time, just remember this, always shoot for the top because it's the bottom that's overcrowded. Take care.